summer is right around the corner and if you're still not completely happy with how you look head over into the comments below um, look for the ideal health sponsorship tab head over to them let Stephanie know that you're looking to get started and she will help you out hello everyone welcome back to the Amateur business show my name is Chris Pastrana and today we're here with Deborah Hodiak Knox of co-creations cottage how's it going Good. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic. So let's Beautiful get day. Yeah, absolutely. It's nice after a nice little long weekend, mm -hmm. and you know, pretty cool. Back to work. Yeah, work. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get started. Just tell me about uh, yourself, the cottage, and the history, and all of it. <laughs> sure, I'd love to. So as you know, my name is Deborah Hodiak Knox. I've actually been a resident of New Hampshire for oh my goodness, almost 20 years now. I grew up in Massachusetts. Uh, back when I moved up here, I was into doing floral design and retail floral work, which I did oh, for about two to three years, and then we had our kids. And so I kind of was a stay-at-home mom for a little while, and after that, um, decided to just stay home and raise kids for a little bit. Then I ended up getting a divorce, had to go back to work, so I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I uh, didn't really want to get back into floral design because I love, I mean, I love the creativity of it, but the business aspect started to get a little bit mundane for me yeah. in terms of always doing the same kind of like $30 arrangement type yeah. of thing. Um, so I wanted to get back to my creativity, but I also needed to make some money. So I started off <laughs> going back to school for massage therapy. And this may not seem related to my business yet, but it is. Um, <laughs> I went back to school for massage therapy, started working out of my home and out of a spa in Manchester, and then again, I was missing my creative roots. So I kind of decided that I wanted to get back into that, and I had always liked the gift shop sort of aspect of the floral business that I had. Um, <clears throat> one of the things I love to do and have always loved to do since I was a kid is merchandising. Yeah. And just, you know, creatively using space. So. Um, I decided to find space to do a consignment shop and sort of a craft artisan marketplace. And that's how the cottage started. I actually started off with co-creations just being co-creations. Yeah. Um, I just added the cottage piece when I rebranded at the beginning of this year. And we started off as that artisan marketplace, sort of almost like a co-op, but not necessarily a co-op, just um, different artists and craftspeople would come in, rent space for me, uh, sell their products. And so it was a good thing. Um, our little bit of a challenge that we had as a business was where we were located within Salzburg Square in Amherst. It's yeah. a wonderful shopping plaza, and people have fond memories of the place being bustling when it was retail. And so it kind of went from that to being very dead, and it's starting to resurface again. So yeah. I'm happy to say that I'm proud to be part of that. <laughs> yeah. um, but we needed to really just get the word out a little bit more, which is why I'm here, yeah. and why I started to add in some other things that we do at the cottage. Cool. Yeah. Cool, so let's get into it. Like, yeah. Because you, you kind of very briefly went over, you said it's like a co-op, so there's a lot of different things going on. So uh, well, how does I all have, that work? Like I said, I started off with a lot of different artisans at the yeah. um, cottage. I have about 50 different vendors right now. Mm -hmm. um, so we have a variety of artists who come in and sell their things. We have jewelry people. We have photographers. We have people that just do different, unique kinds of crafts. Um, and that's worked out really well. Um, the thing that makes me different from other um, co-op markets like this is that we are very, very focused on community. Mm -hmm. um, in that time after I had gotten divorced and kind of got back into the workforce, I started to get into a lot of work with intuitive things and spiritual things, and I actually became a minister. And I feel as though this project that I'm doing in this cottage is really like my own little church. Yeah. And that's kind of how I look at it, and I look at it as a community. 
So we had a bunch of the vendors in, and one thing that I really wanted in a space was to be able to have a area where we could offer classes and the vendors could teach their craft. So that is something that we started off doing, and we just expanded it when we rebranded to the cottage. So I have some of those jewelry people who put on workshops with how to make focused intention bracelets, hearts design jewelry. They're one of my vendors who does a lot of things and are very active. And when I decided to expand that space into my downstairs space and make it larger, I was now able to offer things like meditation and yoga. We we're starting a kids yoga class on the 1st of June, which is just a few days away, if you can believe that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when I expanded into my space, I also brought that wellness aspect in, which was my massage therapy. So yeah. I have a small area of the cottage that's sort of sectioned off that's just for wellness, for um, massage therapy, quiet relaxation time. And then downstairs, we have our gathering space. So kind of threefold business now. Started off as just the retail uh, boutique. And now I feel as though we have our craft and consignment boutique upstairs. Downstairs, we have the wellness practice and then the gathering space. Oh. Yeah. It's really cool. I've always found that very interesting about New Hampshire compared to some other places. There's a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of businesses that like focusing on the community. Yes. And... When I think of New York and Boston, places like that, that probably isn't the case either. Right, not so <laughs> much. Just, I, I highly doubt that it's the case, you know? And <laughs> it's just good to see, you know? Mm -hmm. I like that. Because you can still, you know, have almost like a statewide presence, but still be focused on community. Because yeah. it's, it's a, New Hampshire's a weird place like that, and I like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, I did grow up in Massachusetts, yeah. and so I definitely see that difference as well. Yeah. Yeah. Good. At least it's not just me. It's not <laughs> I'm just I'm not you. making it up. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, so let's see. So how, like, where did the name come from? I like to ask that every once in a while. See if anyone has a story for... There like, is a little bit of a story behind the name. I mentioned that I got into some spiritual stuff and yeah. some intuitive stuff. And when I got into um, the different metaphysical aspects and things like that, during my studies, I learned a lot about co-creation. And so you talk about co-creation being in partnership is mm -hmm. really what it means. And so when I personally learned about that, it was really about being in co-creation with like a higher power or, yeah. you know, the universal wisdom and source that's out there everybody calls it different things some people call it God some people call it you know the force mm -hmm. <laughs> whatever it is um, and when you can really tap into that energy then you're really co-creating you're not going it alone yeah. if that makes any sense yeah absolutely. and so because I wanted to base my business on with a strong emphasis on community and this sort of like new version of what a church would be like mm -hmm. it just seemed important you know, because it's a collaborative effort with all of the different vendors, it really is about co-creating. Yeah. I'm not doing this by myself. You know, the business would absolutely not be what it is if it was just me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's kind of where it comes from. That's cool. I like that. Thank and you're right. Everyone just calls something different. I think uh, I usually hear it as like flow. Mm. It's kind of that concept of, you know, that uh, it's hard to explain. But yeah, I think yeah. on hand it's like that energy that yes. some people consider god other people think of it all different ways yeah higher kind power of, angels the yeah, universe yeah so that's pretty cool Thank i like you. that it's a cool little concept <laughs> and then when we decided to do our rebranding to just get more people to come to the square and come to the store then i sort of added cottage in because well salzburg square has that feel anyway it's like yeah. an austrian shopping village and <laughs> my shop is very much has that cottagey feel but yeah. I thought that the word cottage really encompassed the fact that we did several different things. Yeah. Right? So it is a co-creation, and it's also a place to go. 
you know, whether you're part of the community because you're a vendor or whether you're part of our community because you want to be part of the different gatherings that we have. Yeah. It's a place to gather. Yeah. So I guess there's a couple cool questions there. Like, sure. what type of uh, vendors do you have? Like, what type of stuff do you guys, you know, co-create? <laughs> <laughs> So as I mentioned before, I have um, probably, right now, I think I have four different people who make jewelry. Okay. Um, I have people who do candles. I have beeswax candles, soy candles. Um, I do have a Young Living representatives, so mm -hmm. um, essential oils are there. Um, different craftspeople. Cape Cod Craftery is a newer one who came in, and she does, like, yeah, yeah you probably uh, yeah. met with her. And she does etched <laughs> glass and all that other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, Oh my goodness, there's just so many different ones. Um, we have more of the spiritual side, so we have actual artists who actually do prints on canvas, um, sketches on canvas yeah. that sell. Um, and then, you know, just really different unique things. You know, we have people that work with gems and crystals and put them in um, to different, like they'll create wands with them or there'll be dream catchers that are made out of them. Yeah. Uh, people who do knit and crochet work. That's just cool. a lot of different types of things. Yeah. It's really eclectic. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, how, how does it all work? Like, because I know in, in some places like a farmer's market, you'd yeah. show up a certain day of the week and you'd have products there. Mm -hmm. um, is it like that or is it just they drop their stuff off and you manage the store? Like, so, how does it all work out? Well, it's funny. But I, funny that you mentioned the market because we have something coming up. So yeah. let me go back to that. Okay. Um, but the way it generally works in terms of vendors is they will come in and they rent space from me. Mm -hmm. um, I was really blessed to find the unit that I found at Salzburg because it was a previous antique store and there's actually uh, 21 built-ins that surround the um, space. So nice. on three walls, there's built-in bookcases. That's pretty cool. Um, so each one of those gets rented out and really how it how it works or functions is that that artisan or craftsperson who rents that space, it's their little store. So it's kind of like a store within a store. Yeah. Um, so they're free, they're free to come in and manage that, set it up however they want to, take things in and out. I monitor it. Um, basically, it's me who runs the shop with my family, and yeah. um, one or two other uh, of our vendors will come and work for us as well. They're paid positions, so it's not um, a requirement. But basically, you're paying rent on that space, and it's your little store within a store. Um, I do that as well as consignment. So consignment is more of a commission-based. So yeah. if you wanted to come in and just drop off a few pieces, the store will take a percentage of sales. If you're renting, then you keep basically 100% of your sales, and it's a really good way to kind of get your product out there. Yeah. I can see that being a huge benefit, too, because one, yeah. one of the big things is, of course, space. And yeah. like, like we were talking about beforehand, holding an office like the one I have here mm -hmm. could be incredibly expensive if yeah. you were you know, in, in the crafts and stuff. So it would be much more efficient to like, have your own little space that yes. people can come buy your stuff, but you don't have to rent an, like an entire building. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it works out really well for everyone because again, it creates that community, right? Yeah. And then I do the, uh, the handmade piece as well as um, basic consignments that come in for like home decor and mm -hmm. things like that. I'm very, very picky, but it's a fun, <laughs> eclectic mix of what ends up being there. Most yeah. of the stuff is handmade or basically getting a second life. Yeah. Yeah. And we try to keep everything really green too. You know, we don't do paper receipts. We recycle our bags, that kind of stuff. It's yeah. important. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. It's really concept. fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're having a good time over there. Yeah. So you said you were kind of picky about the vendors you bring on? Yes. Um, as well as anything that I would bring in as just a pure consignment piece. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't really know how to describe my process. It's kind of just my vision. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's 
I guess it's my intuition and my intuitive sense. What feels right will be right, mm. and it works really well together. Yeah. It has to have an eclectic, whimsy kind of feel, and that's what everybody gets when they come in. They see, like, oh, these pieces are so unique and different, yeah. and that's really what I'm looking for. Obviously, with any kind of co-op, you know, with it, where there's different craftspeople that come together, you don't want to have, you know, 16 different people who do jewelry, right? Because yeah. that's not fair. Yeah. So in terms of, you know, being picky, that comes into play, too. I only want to have so many of a certain type of vendor. Yeah. So you said you can't have a thousand of one of them. Right. Because, well, naturally, you'll get a lot of conflict there amongst, you know, prices and all that stuff. So Yeah. And we really yeah. want to be supporting one another. And, and I find that because I'm picky with what I bring into the store and who I bring into the store, mm-hmm. that we really do have a strong community. Yeah. And everybody supports one another. So, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, that farmer's market thing you were talking about, can mm-hmm. I chat a little bit about that? Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do it right after my uh, sure. little break right here. So everyone hold on. We're going to do a quick break for the sponsors, and we're going to jump right back in. If you're looking for some really cool, new, and powerful ways to get in front of a much larger audience to show your products, reach out to the New Hampshire Business Show. Um, if you head over to our webpage at www.nhbusinessshow.com, or... Send me an email at nhbusinessshow at gmail.com and we will go over our sponsorship program and I will show you how sponsoring the show is not only flexible enough to cover your business needs, but it's a powerful tool to sell and move more product. I'm incredibly happy with how my website turned out. Um, After it was released, you know, Rob sent me over a nice little, almost like video type deal. Uh, He showed me how to function, how to make everything work, almost like as a tutorial. He's an amazing person to work with, so go on over into the um, link below, check out Sim Ventures and what it can do for you, and see if that type of custom website is something you need as well. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, awesome. So I was just glad that you mentioned the farmer's market, because one of the things that we're doing this summer is I'm creating a summertime craft market. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to start the first Saturday in July, which is right after the 4th of July, so I believe it's July 7th. Mm-hmm. We're going to run it from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturdays, and it will be right at Salzburg Square. So basically uh-huh. right outside my space, and right next door to us is Toys and Fun, the toy store. Okay. So they'll be um, contributing as well. But we're going to have, it's a smaller market, very similar to a farmer's market. Obviously, eight weeks it will run, four hours on a Saturday. Um, but there'll be different vendors who come in to sell their products. I do still have space available, so if there's anyone out there who wants to sell their stuff, please let me know. Um, we're welcoming that. And there's different levels of commitment to that. You could come for one week, you could come for four, or you could come for all eight. And obviously you get a savings on how much you spend if you commit to all eight weeks. Yeah. But the exciting part about this, not only is it going to bring more people in and get people to sort of see what we have inside, you know, because when you're driving by, you see, oh, what's this going on outside? Well, that's what we have inside year round, and that's what we're trying to get people to understand because yeah. everybody loves a craft market, right? Yeah. Or fun. a craft fair. Yeah. Um, and so this is what we do all the time. So there's that. But the other thing that I'm really excited about, I mentioned before that we're a family business. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two kids. They are 10 and 12, and they actually have their own little business within my business as well. They sell cool. popcorn, um, and they keep the money that they make from that. So one of the things I wanted to do when I first opened last year, which I'm finally getting to do because it's been a year now, um, is I'm starting a program called Independent Kids. And it's actually going to run the first two days after the 4th of July, so July 5th and 6th. 
where um, kids between ages 7 and 12, and we're kind of flexible with that. You know, <laughs> if there's an adult with a younger kid, fine, and as long as the older child is interested, great. But I'm going to have them come in for two days, and we're going to just basically work on products. You know, what do you want to make? And then they're going to get to sell their products at that kickoff day at that yeah. summer craft market. That's cool. Yeah, and I'm excited because there's actually a, a girl from Sauhegan who just published a book on um, baseball and her journey in baseball. So I'm going to be talking with her. She's going to be selling her books in my store and talking to the kids in this program just to kind of give them a little yeah. bit of, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just kind of a pep talk and like what yeah. her experience was like. But we have all different kinds of things that will be available, whether mm -hmm. it's going to be, you know, making dog treats to sell, whether it's, you know, setting up a car wash, whatever it is. But it's sort of like a mini craft camp, and it's just getting kids an introduction to what it's like to have a business like this. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited about that program, and it's really affordable. It's literally $5 per child per day. So it's $15 for the kids to do this. And whatever mm -hmm. money that they raise, the, the deal is that 50% of that goes to a local charity of their choice. Nice. So I'm excited about that. That's the kickoff to this summertime market. So yeah. that's why when you mentioned market, I was like, oh, I want to talk about this because it's near and dear <laughs> to my heart and it's yeah. coming up quick. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know what I really like about the whole style is it's very similar to what I do here on the show. Not as all at once together, but that shared, the community and the shared knowledge that kind of yeah. goes around mm -hmm. is a big thing that I focus on. And that's why I always ask questions about business and stuff like that. And because when you get to share that knowledge with people, you know, a, a lot, in a lot of places you don't get that. You just have one corporation yeah. that's like, no, 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 that's, uh, what's it called? Proprietor? proprietary or yeah. something like that like no we're not sharing that with anyone and i'm right. like i don't care i <laughs> i i give out so much information that like i could probably charge for but i'm yeah. like here have fun and yeah. i do that with my guests and it's just it's good to see <laughs> it's nice to see i mean and one of my hashtags is better together and it's really something that i believe in strongly yeah. because you know you're so much better off when you're working collaboratively yeah. and when everyone's on the same page yeah. right it's just that much more powerful and why not share you know, if you are a vendor of mine, you become part of my vendor community. Um, we have vendor meetings quarterly, and every month we do an open studio, which basically means that you can come into the space and work on your product, whatever it is. Um, whether I've got people that are crocheting, people that are making their jewelry <laughs> together, and it's a time for community for the vendors, as well as anyone who's shopping, they get to see and meet the artist, right? It's, yeah. it's an open studio concept, so it's really fun. That is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> so people that want to reach out, you know, get in touch with you, yeah. sign on, all that stuff, how do they do it? So uh, we have a big presence on Facebook. Um, our business page, Co-Creations Cottage, is on Facebook, and that stays up to date all the time. We also have a website that's just www.cocreationscottage.com. Um, so really through Facebook or our website is probably the quickest and easiest way. Um, social media has been great to us. Yeah. You know, and what's really cool about the Better Together co-creations concept is that every time one artist comes in, they have all of those people that they know. It's like a pebble in a pond, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. they spread it out to their friends, and then they spread it out to their friends. And so that's kind of how we do this. Yeah. But, yeah, so the best way is going to be social media or right through our website. Cool. I like that. And you're right, social media is a huge benefit to small businesses. Yeah. Because, like I said, um, most businesses aren't Coke and Pepsi with, Billions of dollars right. of advertising revenue yeah. every year. You've got <laughs> we're all grassroots. <laughs> yeah, you've got 
little bit of money and like social media to just make it work <laughs> yeah exactly and yeah. so there's that creative aspect too right yeah. like you do what you can with what you have where you are and yeah. the more people the better off you are yeah it's pretty cool Thanks. awesome thank you guys so much for watching um that is gonna be it for today we're gonna roll out with the last word from our sponsors and everyone have a great day everyone i am super excited i just came on as an affiliate for phone sites and if you guys haven't been following me this is one of the easiest and most powerful systems for creating funnels for your business. It's fast. I can put a funnel together in about five minutes from my phone. You know, this little guy, you know, check it out. It's super cheap. It's $47 a month and there's so much power there. I, I make so much money on the funnels I run through that system. Check it out. It's easy. And if you need help, reach out to me and I'll help you get set up as well.